My name is Peter Porker. Spider Ham, Spider Ham, friendly neighborhood Spider Ham. Spins a web, that's the gig. Kinda weird, cast, he's a pig. Look out, here comes the Spider Ham. Life is the play to begin. When trouble's in the making, you'll find the Spider Ham. What a pig. I'm right here. Welcome to issue 163 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters' unfairly labeled villains and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Jameson, and with me tonight I'm joined by Mike. Hi, Jameson. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Welcome to the lair. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. Uh, and Steve? Hi, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Good. You know, I'm strangely hungry tonight, but hmm, let's see. <laughs> You're always right. hungry. Well, that's, you too, that's a good episode for that. And then, uh, and then also, uh, Daniel is... Uh, what's on your mind tonight, Daniel? Oh, wow. Jameson. First off grateful to have you here at the lair you fit right into mustafa's chair i like it um what's on my mind tonight guys have you ever felt like strangely threatened but yet happy at the same time every time i log on to record with you guys okay well i'm pretty happy made happy by the delightfully named floopy plooper now floopy <laughs> plooper has left us a five-star review which is great, and we love those, but it's also a surprising number of stars based on the title of his review. Do you know what he, what he calls it, guys? Do I want to know? I, I think so. I think this actually speaks well of you, Mike, and I'll explain in a second. He titled this one, or Floopy Plooper titled this one, I Used to Want to Punch These Guys. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then it says five stars, and you're like, huh, okay. So here's what Floopy Looper says. When I first found this podcast, these guys really got on my nerves. As the grains of sand passed through the hourglass, I began to look forward to the heartwarming humor and genuine love for this game shown by everyone on the show. I firmly recommend this podcast. Fantastic content every time. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I wonder what we were like back in the day. What, when oh, did he find us? Awful. When did yeah. he find it? Like, <laughs> Before Mike, we, after Mike. Yeah. I think we can safely say, Steve and Mike, that he's really only talking about Mustafa. Oh, safely, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. Sure. for sure. I'm pretty okay. sure that's who got on his nerves and who he wanted to punch. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I relate to Floopy Plooper's opinions when you guys go off script or you make me edit a whole lot. Or I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know I mean, what you're I'm, talking about. I want to punch myself almost every day, so I get it. But but I do oh, wonder. Well. I hope Floopy Plooper writes to us to say, like, you know, what was it exactly that made us such punchable faces? Yeah, if you're listening, when did you find us? Where did you start? Yeah. <laughs> and when did we finally wear him down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to know why he doesn't punch us anymore. Oh. Because we're heartwarming humor and genuine love. Like where we, I think we we killed Floopy Plooper with kindness. Ah, <laughs> oh, so villainous of us, right? Yeah, that's how we that's how we work. But in all seriousness, Floopy Plooper, thank you, thank you for the review, thank you for the comments. 
Um, I do want, definitely want to know more. Um, so if you have time, Mike will tell you how to get a hold of us at the end. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he gave us five stars just so we'd read that on air. No, that's just, just so just so we would say cool. that uh, someone wanted to punch us. I I doubt it. In which case, wow, great scheme, buddy. That that was beautiful. <laughs> well played. Well played. Well played. <laughs> now I think he might want to punch you, Mike. All, All right. right. Well, we had we had another <laughs> voice on this show. We did. We did. Jameson. We did. Hello. Wow. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, uh, guys, why is he here? <laughs> I thought you opened the door when they rang the doorbell. <laughs> okay, so folks may have remembered our, I think it was our New Year's Eve contest. And Jameson, you you were gracious enough to enter that contest and gracious enough to win that contest. Is that That's correct, right? That's right. It, it was very gracious of me. And, uh, and uh, you know, it was, a, as I kept telling my wife, it was a major award. So, uh, <laughs> all your Christmas story fans. Um, yeah. And at so, some point, Daniel said, well, we have to have this guy on the show. So here you are. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like an award on top of an award. Yeah. Or a curse. Depends or a curse. Or a curse. Yeah, it depends yeah. on what punishment we have for later on, but you know. Well, then he and he also came on the show in which we were physically threatened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, welcome, Jameson. So we immediately put him to work, and uh, he's got an or- origin story for us, right? Yeah. I want to ask him a couple questions about his origin first, if that's okay. Oh, is yeah, that all right with you? Guys? Fair. Yeah. Okay, Jameson. I just I'm curious. How long have you been playing Marvel Champions? Yeah, I did get the core set in 2019 when it came out. And I, I originally got it thinking, oh, that'll be a nice thing to play with my son, who was, uh, I guess he would have been eight at the time. Uh, but now I have, like, basically everything. So it's, it was, uh, you know, so I, I, I played along with a lot of other games, but um, I really enjoy it. It's good fun. So Okay, cool. Do you have a favorite hero you like to lose with when you play? <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I mean, if you're if you're talking about a hero, I like to see get beat up. It's definitely Captain America because he seems like such a goody two shoes. But uh, right, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, actually, one of my favorite heroes to play with, I think, is uh, is Ms. Marvel. I think that one's lot, lots of fun. So okay, um, cool. we're uh, we're pro Miss Marvel on this show. I think right. We all we all enjoy her. Um, yeah, she's a fun fun character to play. Probably my my first main. Oh, okay. Do you have a, a villain that you really like to play against or a favorite villain in the game? Well, seeing as my, uh, when I do play with my son, he will only pretty much play Rhino. He's our favorite punching bag. And, the, you know, he keeps getting better every time he gets beat. So I feel like eventually he's going to, you know, it's kind of like training for Rhino. He's, I must, we must have played, you know, I, it must be like 40 games we've played against him and uh, he <laughs> yeah. rarely wins. But I just know that he's, um, he's getting better every time. Taking notes, Rhino is. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever swap out the modular sets, or do you keep it base? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's nothing that we like better than seeing um, Rhino riding a, go- a goblin glider. So that's uh, <laughs> or, or like with a you know T Rex stuff like that. So that's good. Good fun. Good. Good. Yep. I lately I did play through um, Hella, and that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. That's a pretty cool one. Yeah. Hear that, Mike? Hmm? Sorry, what? Wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I want to punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, 
Jameson, you have come on because you're going to do uh, what we're going to do tonight is a shadow of the past nemesis show. And we've asked you on for probably the most serious of all characters. Uh, Spider-Ham. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is definitely a serious stuff here. This is a, this is like a PhD thesis that we're going to explore tonight. So. I'm ready. You guys ready? Strapped in? Yeah, I still can't believe that Spider-Ham and all this is real. I just love it. <laughs> Wait, you can't believe there are cartoon characters in a comic book? I know that sounds odd. <laughs> what are you? Some kind of silly cartoon? You got a problem with cartoons? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man's okay. <laughs> I'm just here for the puns, so I hope you don't disappoint. I've been kidnapped. Oh, so glad you can make it to my big roast, Spider-Ham. Prepare to be honey glazered. <laughs> oh, a lot of pressure. Put uh, <laughs> away in this. So. Why don't you tell us all about the nemesis, the Green Gobbler? Sure. It was a little hard to find some stuff here, uh, specifically about the Green Gobbler. Um, it seems the Green Gobbler is the mysterious turkey wrapped in bacon, glazed with obscurity and stuffed with an enigma. Um, and I just want to point out that it's that real kind of enigma stuffing, not like the stovetop kind. So, you know, it's like real honest to God, elbow grease kind of stuffing. Anyway. Um, and for what I, I actually did try really hard. So I, you know, I'm on Marvel Unlimited. I went to my lo- local comic shop and I looked through volumes one and two of, if you can believe there's such a thing, of Spider-Ham. Um, but it would seem from the comics that uh, Dr. Doom, D-U-C-K, would, would be more likely Nemesis. He seems to appear a lot more. Dr. Craw, Daddy! Weird name. I wonder if it could use a little work. Oh, oh, really? I tango with guys like Annihilate, Goose Cannon, the Majestic Caraboom, Cyber Billy Goat, Renegator, Big Clamorite, Tortoise Bombshell, Telecanary, WMBs, Nuclear Boarhead, guys like that. You want to run with the big hogs, you got to nail that pun or you're done. Um, and the Green Gobbler seems to appear a lot as a part of the uh, Swinister Six, I guess you'd say. Swinister Six? Um, oh, and okay. Yeah, and even at that, is not a very vocal member of the group. It seems that um, you know he's he has just a couple lines in the ones that uh, that I read. Uh, and after looking into that, I thought that you know maybe Caleb Grace and Michael Boggs did what I did and just Google Green Gobbler and found a page that claims he's made a four appearances in Spider Big Comics and then called it a day. Um, and as I said, it's a it's a poultry excuse for research, but we'll go. Oh, there we go. There you go. Number one. You have one. my attention. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the Green Gobbler, a.k.a. Norman Osbird, is an anthropomorphic turkey that apparently was first mentioned as a nemesis of man-spider. That's the real, that's actually man-spider. Um, residing on Earth... 7840, uh, which is a good one, as I understand, but I'm more of like 7841 man myself. Um, <laughs> and he appears first in a What If episode in 1978. So, pretty old, then. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, I uh, okay. I was I was alive. Um, maybe you were too. And the and the, and the premise. I thought this what if stuff was new. The what if stuff must have been really new. Yeah, that was interesting finding those those ones. Yeah, I thought it, like, I didn't have heard of those things until like what this year on Disney. Oh, yeah, they've been exactly. doing this thing forever. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, these there were some really pretty interesting ones there, and uh, but I love that the premise is being that a that a radioactive man bit a spider <laughs> uh, rather than the other way around, and oh, that's that became awesome. man spider. Yeah. Nice. Why did he bite a spider? I. <laughs> a good question. How, how big is the spider that it still lives after being bitten <laughs> by a man? Okay. Yeah, I feel like I really failed at my research by not asking you those kind <laughs> of digging you know, deeper into man. I'll be honest, James, that seemed like the obvious it's question. For journalism. Um, yeah, and I, I, I had to just ask myself I wonder what would happen if a radioactive spider bit a radioactive man? Like, would he get that? Uh, or the other make, way around? Make a. Yeah, or the, maybe they just cancel each other out. Nothing happens. That could be. And then you just get a like a normal like man spider with no no abilities at all. Just sort of boring. Just boring. Like they become, you get, they you get a little rash, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're an accountant or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Enough hogwash. Now you're getting it. And then any, anyway, as we all know, as Shakespeare says, that nuclear radiation doth impart superpowers. Um, so I don't I, I I don't remember what happened at the end of that comic, um, but I don't think we know exactly how Green Gobbler got his. Um, I didn't read anything uh, about his origin story, but I was thinking that maybe it was a Thanksgiving deep fryer experiment gone horribly wrong. I can see those on a uh, on TikTok. So um, anyway, uh, and then in the in the nineteen eighties. Spider Pig returns, or Spider Pig is like comes around for the first time, and in those in that series, I found the Hobgobbler, and the Hobgobbler appears as a nemesis of Spider Ham, aka Peter Porker, um, in a series called Marvel Tales, which is like the art and everything is more like Looney Tune style flavored, and they're all animal pun versions of Marvel heroes and villains. Um, but in that series, from what I could find. Um, on the internet and in my local comic book store, I didn't find any mention of the Green Gobbler, but I, I could have missed it, or it might be in, um, you know, issues that aren't collected. So, so that's kind of like, you know, a sad trombone um, for 1990s. Yeah, I don't, you know, maybe he was like planning, plotting his revenge in the 80s, like so many of us were. Um, so anyway, uh, then Spider Ham <laughs> makes various appearances uh, from 1980s onwards. Like here and there, they'll do kind of an anniversary or a little a little pop up series here and there. And again, the Green Gobbler may be in one of these, but I couldn't find them in any issues, uh, even though I looked at some collected volumes. And then finally, um, the Green Gobbler's fleshed out again in the Spider Ham reboot, beginning in twenty. Well, I put twenty nineteen, but um, I think it actually started in twenty fourteen. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure what spurred that on uh, and made it keep going. Maybe like a movie or something that came out around that time. Um, it's a little sarcasm, but it could be earlier. Uh, but I, again, I couldn't couldn't locate we anything. Got it. We where, got uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Cartoon movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just it's hard to read sarcasm when you're when we're just uh, recording on Discord. But anyway, um, so. Again, I couldn't look at any of those issues, but uh, that, that's where the art that we see on the cards um, 
I hear that there's a card game that this show is about uh, appears, and and that's where we get uh, the 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 current look for Spider Ham and Green Gobbler, and uh and I I wanted to mention that of the disturbing things I saw in my research, <laughs> issue two shows a humanoid Spider Man eating a hot dog on the cover, which seems just really odd um, on a Spider Ham, uh, but you know maybe it was all beef. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Is it is it the art from the obligation? Ah, yum 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 yum. Don't worry, people. It's a hundred percent beef. I'm lying. Nothing's gonna get in the way of me eating this hot dog. Uh, that is the very one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yes. let's talk well, about spoiler that. Later. Well, I mean, we do. Yeah, and we also see. Yeah. Um. Uh. So anyway, the so apparently. As far as I know, according to the internet, but not according to my research, Green Gobbler appears in no fewer than four different uh, times. And that supposedly makes him the most recurring character, although I would say it seems like Dr. Doom uh, is around a lot more. Um, and and then what I did read but couldn't find this issue is that while, while Spider-Ham was battling the Green Gobbler, the villain was pulled through a portal and following him, uh, the team found themselves on Earth and I just put in prints Earth number one, I guess, at Earth, like original Earth, OG, I don't know. Um, the portal being activated, uh, and um, the portal was activated by the Green Goblin. And then Spider-Man comes into contact with the Twinister Six and the Green Gobbler. And, uh, and, uh, and then they, you know, hilarity ensues, I guess. Um, and I hope that that was somewhat accurate, but you know, if you want to write and complain and claim you're going to, you know, do any violence, I'm, I'm sure these guys would love to read it on the air. So that's the end of my, my spiel. I also want to say as a, as a caveat, and you can edit this out if you want that. Who is the guy? That, is that Chris? Is that, am I getting yeah, his yeah. name? Yeah. 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 Yep. He was, he was such an expert. I mean, he's like, you know, if he's like Sigmund Freud, I'm like the Dr. Phil of this. So I really apologize. <laughs> but I really, well, I, I looked all this up. You he know, puts us carefully. all to shame. Yeah. I know. This is all he, I could find, though. Jameson, he showed up here in the lair just to redo a show that I butchered the research on. That's how we met him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wrote in like, so, yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> it's like, well, then you come on and tell us what's right. Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't wait to get my five five star review from him then. So that'll be great. Yeah. And then uh, he'll be on next week to show you all the things you couldn't find. That, that that's good. I I, I need the help. I actually found more lines from the Green Gobbler in in children's graphic novels versions of Spider Ham than I found in issues of a uh, of Spider Ham. So that's how it should be. Yeah. So you had trouble tracking this guy down. You did all your research. You couldn't find the guy. He's elusive. What a turn. I, I didn't find him, but he's sort of in the he's sort of in the shadows, as as they say. It's the shadow of the past. Got it. Oh, but okay. nobody, nobody got that. Nobody, not one chuckle. <laughs> I don't get I'm it. Chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Daniel. Got, Daniel heard it. <laughs> I called him a turkey. It's really funny when you explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm just gonna pretend i'm not listening to mike jameson that was great though thank you very much for i i really enjoy hearing about the swinister six and uh dr doom and uh, and all that i'm gonna have to go back and read some of these if i can find any of these uh spider ham ones because yeah it does seem it does seem funny 
The names are inspired. Norman Osbird. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The names of all the villains are that's that was the best part. I should have I should have typed a bunch down, but they they were pretty hilarious. I mean, I think the reason why we don't see a Doctor Doom here is because they like to put the lesser known villains in the in in these sets so that they can save the really good ones for the the snare packs or the deluxe boxes. So uh, I think this only proves that we're going to see the Doctor Doom yeah. Spider Box <laughs> set. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll have like that's logic that cannot be argued with. Yeah, yep. no, we're looking forward to it, Caleb. Well, Steve, the story was great and all that, but we don't just spin these yarns for chuckles. There's got to be some cards that go along with this set. There are some cards. So this is <clears throat> Spider Ham's Nemesis, which comes in the Sinister Motives wave in the Spider Ham pack. We're gonna do the one obligation and the five cards four by title. And uh, Mike, why don't you read us the obligation? Sounds good. Is it, this is now really disturbing now that I've, I've connected the look, hot dog thing. Yeah, look at the art. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's called I Really Want a Hot Dog. <laughs> Give to the Peter Porker player. You may flip to alter ego form. Choose. Either exhaust Peter Porker and remove one tune counter from him to remove I Really Want a Hot Dog from the game. Or you are stunned. If you are already stunned, this card gains Surge. Discard this obligation. Two boost icons, as usual. Who's saying the quote? I mean, it's got to be him. No, I think it's... I think Spider-Man is saying he really wants a hot dog. And he's Did making Peter Porker... Porker in to bat it out of his hands or something? Or? Oh, he's about to throw up. I think, that, I think what's happening here is Spider-Man and Spider-Ham are on a team-up. And they're swinging through the city. And Spider-Man says... Hey, I'm hungry. I really want a hot dog. Come with me. And then Spider-Man tosses some money at this guy, grabs a hot dog, and and Spider-Ham is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. I can't believe you're doing this. Because I'm a pig and you're eating a hot dog. So this okay, is that's funny again. clearly not, then, an all-beef no. sausage. Okay, no. Yes, not. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Best dog okay. in the city. Yeah. It's got really dark all of a sudden. I, I guess that's yeah. weird. <laughs> we know Spider-Man doesn't have a pocket to put sandwiches in, so he has to stop for food along the way. No, only Miles Morales has that. Yeah, Or if he has a Venom suit on, then he has a pocket. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the complete and utter disregard for Spider-Ham's feelings in this situation is... Classic it's hero. It's classic hero. It's classic hero. You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, What do we think about the card, though? The, the, the mechanics? Yeah, so exhaust him and remove a tune counter, okay? Or you are stunned. I mean, maybe put it in the middle? I don't know. I, I've played a little bit of Peter Porker, but not a ton. Is this... I think the first bullet point is pretty pretty good, because, I mean, exhausting your character and removing a tune counter. Tune counters are like Butterham's whole thing, right? Yep. Tune counters fuel his abilities. They create resources for him. And if you've flipped... And exhausted, that means you're going into the next turn exhausted, so you're not going to be able to to heal or attack or thwart, right? So, yep. yeah. I have played Spider-Ham three times in my life, drawn this twice, and chosen to stun myself each time. He's got a reasonably high thwart, though, right? Yeah, yeah. He has a thwart card, too, I think. Yeah. So if you're on a team and you are the dedicated thwarter... This is not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah. But if you're solo, yeah, of course it's a big deal. 
you probably remove the tune counter then, right? Well, hey, I, don't I mean, know. I mean, it's <laughs> easy to get out of stunned. Like, I guess. I think I feel like it should be either he get he has to exhaust himself or remove all tune counters. I think that should be the the choice. Because mm. the tune counters are the you know I mean removing one is not really that bad. Yeah, I mean if you don't have any to remove, you can't choose the first one. Well, that's right? that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have played him recently, and uh, I mean I don't let the tune counters build up too much, so you could be low on them. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I, I don't float a large number of them. Yeah. When you're playing solo with him, Steve, who do you high-five with that one card? Yourself? <laughs> oh, the other day I made my son run across the room and high-five me. Okay. He, yeah, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, give me a high-five. And I made him read the card out loud. So he knew I, I made him come across the room. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a Zen thing. Who do you high-five? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. I do love that they had to clarify that ruling, though. That no, no, the high fiving is for fun. You don't have to do it to play this card game. Wait, right. they really did? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, oh what God. is it? What's the name of the card? It's, uh, oh, Captain America, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That one, I guess that one doesn't really say it, but some of the other ones that like uh, stick your tongue out or whatever are effects of the card, oh. not costs of the card. So that like, is so I, great that someone really yeah. needed to ask that. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. I think we talked enough about this obligation. It's middle of the road. Yeah, I agree with Mike. Yeah. It's just... It has an impact on him, at least. It's yeah. not like a blo- you don't just blow it off, at least. It makes you think. It makes you think. Yep. It gives you... Yeah. It's an authentic choice, unlike most of the obligations. Well, Jameson, we've got the bird of the hour. Why don't you tell us all about the green gobbler? Sure. So this is uh, the green gobbler is a minion. One scheme, two attack, four health, cartoon, and criminal traded. And he has a forced response. After the green gobbler engages you, discard all counters from each card you control. And he's, and the flavor here is, I'll succeed by any means necessary, even if I must resort to foul play. He said it. <laughs> Three boost icons. Oh, that's pretty good. So, um, wait a minute. He'll show up and like zap like your energy counters and this and that and the others. Everything. Command team, you know, command center, whatever. You have counters on cards, it pulls all of them off. All the ammo off your guns, all the rage counters off of Drax. I like the experience off of Ironheart. Does that basically make him maybe the worst nemesis of all time? (laughs) Um, Daniel, remember, this is the after he engages you. Not defeated, not when he attacks. Oh, I know. This makes <laughs> Isn't him. Isn't it awesome? Hardest. No, worst. I mean, like hardest. Like no, no. I I just wanted to highlight yeah. that part. No, no. He's, he's got everything we love about it. Yep. I love these these nemeses that show up and really hose everyone on the table. And this guy's yep. great. Well, it's even better than being a when revealed effect because cards that like like Thor's get over here, you know, whatever. Like I'm gonna make him come from you to me. You don't, Thor doesn't want to do it either because it'll remove any tokens that he has on Hall of Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we were playing Claw, doesn't he? He tends to accelerate pretty quickly. And we, we actually got him twice. So he's like, he's pretty awesome. Pretty much ruins everyone's day, depending on what you're playing. Especially so if your defense. Oh yeah, wait till we get to a side scheme too, because that's gonna, that's gonna up things as well. <laughs> I just think 
this thing being the most powerful nemesis in the game is so fantastic. Yeah. It oh also kind of it, it answers the question for me, did Turkey have teeth? Because I guess he's kind of grating <laughs> his teeth there. Yeah. So now you know. Yeah. Why did you ask that question? Hey, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a, you know, in an agricultural area. So It's true. You are a central time zone, you said. True. All right. Very central. <laughs> I, I just love this guy. Oh, my God. Sadly, I've never seen him in a game I've played. I've had him out quite a few times now. I've been playing Spider-Ham a lot recently for some reason, and I've had him come up quite a few times. He is impactful. I mean, maybe more so than the obligation, because it's just, if you have been building tokens, they're gone. So, yeah, let's move on. Mike, why don't you give us the next one? This is the Gobbler Glider, an attachment. Surge, attached to the green gobbler. If you cannot, attach to a minion. Attached minion gains the aerial trait. Plus one scheme, plus one attack. And it has two boost icons. Do minions ha- interact with the aerial trait? Nope. I looked this up prior <laughs> to the show because I was like, interesting. I-, I did not see anywhere where this is anything other than theme. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, does the goblin glider even give anyone an aerial? It helps Rogue. Maybe it's when you give someone a high five and something happens. High five, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I love that it has surge. That's it a... surges. It surges. I love that the green gobbler, a bird, is not already aerial on his own without this machine. Well, now, Steve, he is a turkey. <laughs> turkeys fly. Turkeys fly. Yeah, turkeys don't fly. Not the fat ones that we've bred. Well, the wild ones out in my yard are sitting up in a tree half the time, so they do fly. Are you serious? Yes, they fly. You know, I didn't think chickens could fly until we were in Puerto Rico, and I saw a rooster fly across the road. Yeah, certain breeds, they've bred that, you know, smaller wings and whatever, they clip them, but yeah. Maybe he got bit by a radioactive tick, and now he can't fly anymore or something. I bet that's it. Good question. Why did the chicken fly across the road? Well, okay. (laughs) <laughs> this is a great card. <laughs> yeah, I like it. it can go on any minion too, right? So, boom. It, it does have it does it does have that kind of like it could whiff if there's no minions out at all. So, but it has surge, so that's always good. Yeah, and I love any card that is just there for theme. Right, yeah, that whole line is totally theme. Just love it, love it. Wow. Well, let me tell you about the treachery here called Feast on This. There's two copies of this. Um, When revealed, take two damage. You are confused. If you're already confused, this card gains surge. Got one boost. And here the Green Gobbler is saying, I hope you left room for some pumpkin dye. (laughs) So great. So good. Boom. So he comes with a Thanksgiving theme. That's nice. Right. It's good. Built in. Yeah, it's sort of baked in, if you will. (laughs) Thank you. The artwork on it really looks like the Green Goblin to me. Like it's, it's really well. Yeah, it's really well done. So yeah, it's compelling. You know, um, good work, Edward Petrovich. Yeah, it's a great. All right, so you're getting hit with pumpkin bombs. You're taking damage, or you're just like, what is going on? And you get confused. (laughs) Right. There's a turkey throwing pumpkins (laughs) at me. 
flying around. I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this, uh, you can't, you can't, you still take damage if you're an alter ego, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's not indirect damage. You can't share. It's just straight up two damage. I have had this card kill me because I'm dealing damage to Spider Ham so I can get more tokens. And then this thing comes up and finishes me off because I got greedy. So it's a good card. I think it's a good card. It's a good one for there to be two of. I think one, it wouldn't have been scary enough. Oh, this is great. All right, Steve. What's his nefarious trap? You have fallen into my nefarious trap is his side scheme. When defeated, the green gobbler attacks the player who defeated the scheme. If the green gobbler is not in play, search the encounter deck and discard pile for him and put him into play engaged with the player who defeated this scheme. It has a hazard icon, three base threat, and two boost icons. So it's a hazard, which you don't want out. <laughs> and when you clear it, the gobbler is going to attack you. It's out at the same time as the gobbler, right? So you got to clear it and get attacked. Or you kill him off, and then you clear this, and then he comes right back out, you lose all your tokens again. Yeah, yeah. that's great. You actually want to defeat this when he is out. Yeah. Because he just attacks you. He doesn't engage you. True. So, I mean, you got to take the attack. You so. take the attack, which is better than engaged and then attack. Um, so, okay. So we listen to Jameson's story. He barely can find anything about this guy. And this nemesis set is one of the most bonkers powerful in the whole game. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, there are some characters. I'm just not ever dealing with the scheme. <laughs> I will take the hazard card. I, I can't tell what's going on in the art. Is that a robotic turkey? About it's seems like a robotic turkey, yes! Is this going to be like a turducken situation where he eats the eats spider ham? It's like a ham inside a spider inside a... <laughs> No, it's a, a spider robot. inside a ham inside a giant turkey. Exactly. So, oh my goodness. A tur ham Tur ham? Yeah. Tur yeah. <laughs> and there's only two volumes of this guy? Um, well, that I, that I could find. There, there must be more because, uh, it, let's see, I think I didn't find the, uh, I think the volume I was looking at, they didn't have the what if. They had a bunch of the 80s stuff. Although it seemed to be pretty current. This might be just more current than the collected ones, and I couldn't find the newest issues. But that seems odd, because they probably would have made this. They would have been, been making this while those were out, I would think. Well, if we look at the art credit, there's art credit on all of them. Except for, yeah, the obligation. The obligation, yeah. Which means this is all new art, right? Yeah, must have been this commissioned. Not come, it does not come from any comic. So oh. They... they <laughs> Him up. Oh man! So, what was the art brief for Nefarious Trap? <laughs> Make a robot turducken? Pigman get eaten? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. It's in the great. Game. Yeah, Avalanche is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I just and it's the so Avalanche good. is close. Oh god! What I think is, I think Disney Plus is missing out on a Saturday morning cartoon focusing in on Green Goblin. What am I pulled for? Absolutely. Right? Uh, my kids would watch this. I would watch this. They totally are. Oh my god, yeah. I'd like to see the Thanksgiving episode for that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They all sit down and eat people? I, I don't know how that would go. Radioactive people. Radioactive people, okay. Oh. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm giving this an A. Hands down. Okay. 
Yeah, I guess it is an A plus. Oh, this is an A plus. Yeah, this, this is, is right up there with um with Cree Fanatic. This, this I mean, you're at the table with Spider Ham <laughs> and Shadow of the Past is drawn. The whole game just got a lot harder. Yeah, and fun. It's fun, right? It's so. fun, but it's just yeah, this is it's a game changer for the entire table. Love it. I think last time I played with him, like the Green Gobbler almost killed Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very thematic. It was, uh, <laughs> I don't know what my head cannon is on that, but um, good game. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about that? Like the cartoony character, the one that some kids might want to grab, having this as the nemesis, or. Well, you mess with the ham, you get the hammer. Or am I out to lunch? Maybe they don't want the stupid pig and they want Spider-Man instead. My, I don't know. What do your what do your kids go for? Do they have any interest in, in Spider-Ham? My guess is only we find Spider-Ham funny and entertaining. I think. So, okay. Then I'm okay with this. Totally okay I with this. I think my son finds it funny and entertaining when I play Spider-Ham. Not when he, right. There you go. But he wants to be a real superhero. Right? Uh, exactly. Yeah. He wants a cool one, right? Yeah. Wolverine <laughs> or something. Exactly. So, Jameson, if, if you have to grade it, what would what letter grade would you give it? Yeah, I definitely. This is definitely an A for me. I, I and it's it's actually really fun to play. Um, I feel like a lot of the nemesis they're they're either kind of like generic or they're um, they're just sort of like awkwardly hard. But this is like fun hard. So that's a good way of putting it. Fun hard. Yeah. This guy good art. It's, it's just silly too. I love it. Oh. Well, Jameson, thanks for coming on. Great stories, great everything. Thank you for allowing us to let you win the contest months ago. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, remind us what you won. I forget. I won the um, uh, Mutant Genesis box. Nice. Did you actually receive it? I did. Oh, yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> See, you can count on us feelings to follow through. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. And was there stuff in the box? <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been funny if we just sent the mutant jazz. It was, <laughs> it was Mark Fragile. So I, I opened it with great care. Nice. Right <laughs> well, what a delight it was to meet you, Jameson. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Mike, if the folks want to get a hold of us, how are they going to do it? Hey, folks, do you want to punch us in the face? Then I suggest you turn this podcast off right now. Okay, for everyone else, please, you can email your thoughts to us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube or on Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Green Gobbler, take us out. Once I'm finished, I'll be at the top of the pecking order. Your critical and fucking bad, bad, bad time. Oh, damn it, that's going in the outros now. <laughs> I want you to have this, it'll fit in your pocket. That's all, folks. See, you'll have to say that legally. <laughs> <laughs>